Section number four of Stories of the Cave People. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. Stories of the Cave People by Mary Marcy. Chapter four when run fast went hunting for a wife the cave people were skillful fisher folk from the bark of a coconut palm which they bound to the forked branches of trees they made nets and caught the fish the cave babies were able to swim almost before they could walk when for the first time their fathers and mothers threw them into the edge of the river they would beat the water with their little hands and with much splashing make their way toward the bank again boat making however came slowly to the cave people they knew of course how logs or the trunks of trees float but tree felling was beyond their knowledge and their tools not until they had learned to fashion cane rafts rudely strung or bound together with strips of bark were the cave people able to ride against the current of the river but these cane rafts were so light that they were able with little effort to paddle upstream if they hugged the banks of the river where the current was weak when the men of the hairy folk who dwelt far up the river descended upon the cave people and sought to take away their women and their daughters the cave people gave them blow for blow and in the end drove the intruders back into the wood and the secret of the matter was a strange sickness that had came upon the women of the hairy folk and had stricken them with an unknown illness the women of the hairy folk had died in great pain one by one till only the old and unattractive ones remained to the tribe and the young men of the hairy folk went forth to seek new wives now runfast was the greatest coward among the tribe of the cave people but after the hairy folk were driven away he felt that a great strength had come into his heart much hair covered his face and his limbs were as lithe as the branches of the willow shining in the sun like bars of burnished copper but his courage was like the water of cool springs running from him always for this reason he had never been able to win for himself a wife stripling lads had routed him and taken the young woman he loved and so he remained alone in the tribe deep in his heart runfast knew that it would be by brave deeds alone that he could gain a wife and it was the laugh of the cave people and the scorn of the young women as well as the hunger in his heart that drove runfast one day along the river bank he bore only his bone weapon split at the end like a strong javelin at his side and beyond down past him flowed the great river and as he ran 
he kept close to the bank for he knew that there only would he be able to elude the fierce hyenas and the black bear it was the first time run fast had ever traveled forth from the cave people alone there was a trembling in his strong limbs and upon breaking of a twig or the falling of a branch he started forth closer to the river and the waters rushed continually past him with a mad roar and he knew that he had only to throw himself into the current to be borne swiftly back in the direction whence he had come of this one thing run fast had no fear for he had been accustomed to the water for many seasons for many hours he traveled only pausing at the edge of the river and dipping his palms cupwise to drink and when he grew hungry run fast skirted the edge of the forest for nuts then he resumed his journey for he remembered the word of strong arm and his gesture toward the sun when strong arm spoke of the homes of the hairy folk this meant that it would take one of the cavemen a day of hard walking to reach their dwelling places when the western sky was covered with the gold of the setting sun run fast found a raft tied to a tree with a piece of bark the raft was rude and very heavy being merely the trunk of a great tree across which were bound branches and pieces of cane would serve to prevent the log from rolling over in the river and dumping the people into the water runfast knew the raft belonged to the hairy folk for according to the words of strong arm there remained but a little way to travel before he would reach their homes but he marked the spot where the raft lay well if the hairy folk discovered his approach he had only to throw himself upon the raft and be borne toward the hollow where dwelt the tribe of the cave people so eager was runfast to reach the enemy that he slipped through the wood like a shadow in the evening the rustle of the leaves was not heard as his feet sped over them and he was in the land of the hairy folk before he was aware when he saw the men walking about or squatting over a piece of bear meat run fast slipped into the brush where unseen he could watch the manner of living of these folks his limbs trembled sorely for the quick beating of his heart refused to subside so heavy was it with fear but his heart said over and over again that did he but kill one of the men of the hairy folk or return to his people with one of their women all the cave people would look upon him with wonder and admiration he knew also that if the men of the hairy folk discovered him he would have need to run very swiftly to elude their vengeance it was this thought that brought the sweat to his brow and caused his hair to bristle with fear the longing to feed his anger against the enemy burned within him but fear taught him reason 
so he lay long among the bushes awaiting an opportunity to harm them men he saw lying with distended bellies after a meal of fresh meat but no women darker it grew as the sun continued to ride low in the west and he had need of all his new-found courage to prevent his limbs from running away came a time when he felt he could endure the waiting no longer that a woman walked forth from one of the caves tall she was and very thin and so heavy grew the hair upon her chin and face that he first mistook her for a man heavily she walked as though she were very old or weary with much pain and at her heels trotted a small brown boy long run fast watched her eagerly for his cave was lonely for want of a wife his eyes gleamed and he heard his mind the yells of the men of the hairy folk when he should carry off one of their women at length as the woman bent her steps toward the caves run fast rushed upon her like the winds that came when the buds grow large he made no sound but the brown boy who first saw him set up a cry of alarm with a sweep of his arm run fast struck the boy to the earth and seized the woman whom he bore clawing and scratching to the bank of the river the hairy woman showed her great teeth making hideous sounds of rage she tore at his hair and dug her teeth into his arms but nothing stopped run fast on he dashed dragging pulling and finally carrying her as he went soon they reached the edge of the river where lay the raft and close upon their heels mad with rage came the men of the hairy folk very quickly run fast tore loose the bark that held the raft and drew the woman into it with him then he gave a mighty shove that sent them whirling into the river where the current caught the raft and bore it swiftly downstream the men of the hairy folk were now on the bank of the river and some of them leaped into the water others hurled their bone weapons toward run fast but none of them stuck home and beating down the woman he paddled with his hands and they were soon beyond pursuit at this season of the year the current of the river made about five miles an hour and the distance it had taken run fast a hard day's journey to cover would be made by the raft in a few hours continually the old woman struck at run fast and he had great difficulty in keeping her from throwing herself into the river but a blow from his fist soon quieted her and she ceased to struggle by and by the stars came out and the moon showed her face and covered the surface of the river with a flood of gold the old woman snarled but run fast held her very tightly in his arms his heart sung a song of pride and triumph for he knew that he would no longer be the scorn of the cave people no more would he be compelled to sit alone in his cave with the howl of the hyena 
to make him more lonely the day of his triumph was at hand and with tenderness he drew the old woman close to his breast and the stars laughed and the moon smiled while the raft floated steadily noiselessly down the river but the face of the woman was hard with pain for she knew that men may come and men may go but the small brown boy in the home of the hairy folk would be her boy forever who can know the understanding of the dog which lost in a strange land finds his way home again or the animals of the forest how they find the old haunts through the unknown ways and who among us can say how runfast understood that when the moon rose high in the heavens the raft would be nearing the bend in the river which appeared before the hollow wherein lay the homes of the cave people for the cave people were unable to count one they made known by the pointing of a foreign finger upward and two by pointing two fingers but beyond this they had no signs for the numbers but flung out their hands as though to say many but runfast knew even as his brothers would have known under similar circumstances and when the raft curved about the bend he paddled with his hand to steer the boat close to the shore very cautiously he pushed the woman on to the bank before him for the beast came often to the river edge to drink but he saw no danger then making fast the boat he bore the woman of the hairy folk over the rocks to his cave and rolled a great stone before the entrance and his heart was glad and his blood was warm for he knew that no longer would he be an outcast among his people two sons had come and gone again when runfast bent his steps toward the forest and the old woman disappeared doubtless she turned her face toward the home of the small brown boy among the hairy folk runfast was thus again made lonely but the voices of his brothers cheered him always they said man man when he appeared for he had proven his courage and his bravery among the tribe the young women looked tenderly at the strength of his limbs and he was become honored among his people charles darwin says in his descent of men in utterly barbarous times the women had more power in choosing rejecting and tempting their lovers or of afterwards changing their husbands than might have been expected he gives several illustrations page 620 crowell edition end of section number 4 recording by linda marie nielsen vancouver bc